Hello listeners and welcome back to the written word with your host the frontiest If you are one of those people who have taken to spirituality recently or if you are somebody who is currently going through a very lonely phase in life today's interview is relevant for you It is a conversation between me and Natalie who is a very close friend of mine and who is also available on Instagram as heartspace healing. She is a healer and she has had a journey where she had to be all alone and she had to heal herself from her physical ailments and uh, the reason I wanted to have this conversation with her is because sometimes spirituality shows up in the form of physical symptoms you know sometimes we are pestered by an ailment week after week although all our reports show up normal and we are baffled by what exactly is happening to us so we talk about all that and much more in this interview so if you're interested please keep listening hi Hello mama, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Mm, I'm doing great. It's an odd hour, but I'm feeling energized and uh, awake and relaxed. <laughs> I hope you and your family are safe now. Oh, thank you. Yes, we are. I I'm pretty sure we're going everyone's going to be fine. Just taking mm. precautions, you know. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's good. Good to know. So, kids are sleeping. Yes, they um, are both kids. sleeping. <laughs> so, shall we get to it then? Okay. 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 So, Natalie, you are a spiritual teacher, a healer, a psychic medium, and a magic mom of two. Which is the one role that you would say is closest to your heart? <laughs> closest to my heart. Um. Oh. Uh, Well, it's really hard to choose um just one because I'm on mm-hmm. this journey of integrating everything into oneness and just embodying everything that I am. So I feel like I cannot really be one without the other. Like I can't be a mom without also being a wife and as a mom I'm also a healer um and just the whole thing is just fully integrated into just this oneness so i feel like i'm all of it that's beautiful so you cannot be one without the other right no i cannot right. <laughs> <laughs> okay so let's go back to the beginning how did your journey into spirituality begin what triggered the starting point the starting point well um i've always been very spiritual growing up since i was a child um i've always been mm-hmm. highly sensitive and i always knew there was so so much more out there than what you know what this physical world showed me and mm-hmm. um but everything i believed in everything that was just rooted in faith became mm-hmm. facts very strongly when um i experienced um trauma um physical trauma um where my health issue um uh got my attention and the more i tried to heal my physical um illness 
the deeper I got into the spiritual root of it. And um, I knew there was something more happening with my body than what was being shown to me physically because one day I started to see this glow around a crow that flew by. Mm -hmm. I thought it was a very special bird, but when I took a look again, it was just a regular crow. And I entered the bank and suddenly everyone there was glowing teal. The crow was mm -hmm. yellow, but everyone there was glowing teal. And I thought there was something wrong with my eyes at first. I even got mm -hmm. them checked out. And then I learned <laughs> that what I was experiencing was a, a symptom of um, a spiritual awakening. I was beginning to see auras. I was beginning to see the colors of energy. So, so if you don't mind, can I just stop you here for a minute? Because I want to talk about this. Because about it and I have uh, talked to people about it and I know that people who are just starting out on this journey of spirituality some of us you know start uh, seeing auras some of us start intuiting things and it's different from for everybody but initially if you are not prepared for it it can be scary right it what was scary was that my physical illness is a symptom of mm -hmm. awakening. I was getting hives. I was wheezing all the time because my body couldn't manage all the energy and inflammation that was coming to me. I didn't know how to process mm -hmm. it. And it was very scary. Right. I was always going into urgent care because my airways would close. I had to carry an epinephrine pen around. I actually had to use it on myself once when I traveled to Utah for a snowboarding trip. And right. it was it was just awful. And the doctors couldn't even figure out what was wrong with me because I would get tested. Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. So you get all these symptoms and it's so frustrating because nothing shows up on tests. Exactly. Right? But you know there's something wrong. Exactly. So, you know, if any of our listeners is going through something like this right now, that you're awakening to your spiritual gifts and you are baffled by what's going on and you have no idea what's wrong with you, so, you know, hang in there. You're not alone. Yes, exactly. You are not alone. And it shows up differently for everyone. If it's not physical, it yes. will be um, social. Like you will experience a lot of like uh, social breakups with people close to you or you mm -hmm. get fired or you feel enter like this state of depression and you become suicidal. It can be very mental if it's not physical. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think it just spirit brings you to a point where you start believing that it is impossible to live the life you have been leading up to then, right? Right. I th it just starts to seem like you have to move out from there or you have to change something. Right. And what's interesting is that they try to get our attention in those ways, right? But mm -hmm. when people try to get out of that experience, when they're fighting it, it creates a resistance. What you're actually supposed to do is dive deeper, yeah to accept it and allow the experience to happen because it was only when I accepted it as a part of my um, beautiful journey, I healed. When I was afraid, when I was resisting and fighting, taking medications, it got worse because mm -hmm. I wasn't listening to the true message that I was, that was trying to be given to me. Um, so it's all about allowing yourself to dive deeper and accepting that there's nothing wrong in this moment, that mm -hmm. all is happening in rightness for you, for your unique so journey. I think, I think a lot of, 
like a lot of uh, you know uh, speakers and a lot of uh, spiritual leaders say this all the time like you are supposed to surrender you are supposed to surrender mm-hmm. but nobody actually tells you how, how to, to do, do it. it so you are somebody <laughs> who's gone through it so can you please like you know help okay people who are listening right now by yes. like providing a one two three Absolutely. of it like a step <laughs> it's definitely something <laughs> that you have to experience on your own to be able to figure out how to do it but what exactly. what really what comes down to it is perspective shifting your perspective uh-huh. first to just believe and trust in the universe's flow for you to trust in the mm-hmm. process to um to like you can't surrender if you don't know what you're surrendering to for me when i exactly. surrender i know that i am surrendering mm-hmm. to a greater purpose and that's what keeps me going that's what keeps me you know right. strong through through the times of darkness and that's what helps me rediscover my light because when you're experiencing it you forget your light and you're trying to find a way to 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 help yourself so, yeah and you, you you're looking for light outside of you you're looking for help outside of you mm-hmm. you're looking for answers outside of you because you're so desperate to get better mm-hmm. but it's all mm-hmm. taking you back to your your yes your innate gifts to your innate wisdom and knowledge to get you to trust in your intuition again and to reconnect with your soul because nobody knows you best than yourself and no one can tell you what your soul is needing except yourself right so so staying to the to this point i mean uh, we all realize at some point in our journey that we have to do this alone we have to you know handle our struggles mm. alone so i think that it's safe to say that most of us have a fear of being alone you know suffering alone which is something that kept happening to you consistently based on our conversations yeah. so how did you deal with it <laughs> When life doesn't give you uh, any choice but to be alone in all your struggles, what do you for, do? Where do first, you do? I stopped hating being alone and feeling alone and being uh-huh. afraid. I decided uh-huh. I suddenly embraced it and loved mm-hmm. that moment of intimacy with myself. It gave me the opportunity mm-hmm. to really sit with myself with no distractions, no expectations from others or you know, not even asking anything more from the universe than to just be and allowing. And in being alone, you get to really have a relationship with yourself. You get to really know mm-hmm. who you really are and get to know again your soul again and um, return to your true essence. Um, I, I feel like it's a time when you can really create yourself. Um, and not be influenced by others in that creation. Like what you want to birth for yourself, that is your moment of true power. Yeah, so when you're alone, it is that moment when you choose to be true to mm-hmm. yourself and live a life that is authentic to right. you. Right, it's like, who do you have to answer to? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't need to seek validation anymore. And you don't need to feel... Right. And it's... It's very liberating when you stop yes. seeking right? When you stop seeking validation. Yes. It's so mm-hmm. liberating. And that's also when you yeah. discover 
the power of self-love. I never even heard of the mm-hmm. term before until um, mm-hmm. I think a couple years after what I was experiencing is that I learned that my issue was that I didn't love myself enough and my body was trying to tell mm-hmm. me, get my attention that, hey, you matter. You need to tend to yourself now. Every time you neglect yourself, every time you repress your emotions, every time you bite your tongue, your body is going to react and say, this is not right. It's it's a sign. Any physical illness is a sign that you are out of alignment with yourself and with the universe. Right. So it gets you back. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, so tell me this, Natalie, uh, what made you not want to give up despite all the, you know, challenges and all the illnesses that you went through? Um, It's a choice. And it's a power Mm -hmm. of choice. And that moment that I chose to just press on um, Mm -hmm. is the sense of purpose that I had, I always felt like I had a deep calling to serve. And in order to do that, I had to overcome what I was going through so that I can share my experience, Mm -hmm. my knowledge, my wisdom and share healing with others because I was able to discover the ability to heal myself. Then it's, it's a gift that I have. I just felt like I had to give to others as well. You know, it's my, it became my responsibility to do that. And um, the root of it all is love um, to mm-hmm. to really be in touch with unconditional love is what helped me and kept me going. So would you say that at this point in your journey, when you look back, everything was worth it? So, so worth it. If I didn't go through what I went through, if I didn't experience brokenness with the people in my life, if I didn't um, mm-hmm. experience the physical trauma, and the moments of darkness, mm-hmm. I wouldn't discover the magic that came out of it. It really was right. so magical. <laughs> and when I look back, mm-hmm. it's a journey that I'm actually feeling so grateful for. I don't feel any resentment I from any betrayal that I experienced. I actually mm-hmm. feel whole and I feel um, more life than before. So I think it sometimes you have to be, you know, go through the darkness to value right, the light, right? Right, right, yes. So, Natalie, based on the life that you have lived, what values do you want to pass on to your children? Or what values do you wish that they would pick up on when they look oh, at Oh, when they look at... I want them to... <clears throat> when in doubt, always, always return to love. Live... Um, from a place of love um, so that, Mm -hmm. you know, you, you are true to yourself, you're authentic. And -hmm. when you are true to yourself and authentic with yourself, then your relationship with others will also be more real. Um, And I want them to know that or to give themselves permission to just be themselves, be as they are, not to be afraid to express who they are or express what they feel inside or, or seek validation outside of themselves. Um, Just to really live and embody um, their true essence and create the dream life without 
you know, allowing anyone to, to tell them otherwise or give away their power. Right. And what advice do you have for people who are alone and struggling with their own issues right now? <sighs> to first... to first know that they are not alone because spirit is always with mm-hmm. them. Uh, mm-hmm. That because we are all one, we are actually all connected. That um, mm-hmm. if they are listening right now, that means they are connected. We were brought together in this right. way. And to know that in, in that time of being alone, um, to find strength in it, to find purpose in it, mm-hmm. and to to learn how to love it and change and shift that energy because you have the power to transmute energy and create your experiences by first shifting your perspective. Mm-hmm. So uh, speaking of, you know, legacy and uh, purpose and all of that, who would you want to be remembered as? Who do I want to be remembered as? Oh, I want to re- be remembered as a person who can reflect the light in all of us to remind everyone mm-hmm. of their best self, to remind everyone of mm-hmm. their ability to love when it's hardest. And Right. To be able to um, transcend and rise above um, uh, any of their their painful experiences, to be able to um, oh, what's the word? <sighs> I'm trying to find the words right now, but it, it feels like. To be able to wake them up to magic in this world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very well said. So what are your plans, Natalie, for the upcoming year? My plans. Okay, so. Mm-hmm. What are you planning to do next? Um, I am actually in the middle of creating a space like a, a community, mm-hmm. a virtual community where all light workers, all empaths can come together and share their experiences, support one another, um, share their gifts, um, mm-hmm. their stories, spread their light, um, just to have hold space for our healing. Because a lot of the times, you know, um, uh, the leaders out there are so busy helping others that they don't hold, you know, get a chance to hold space for themselves. And I just want to create that space for, for the givers to receive, you know, to give them permission to, to, to receive love as well. And just to keep that energy flowing um, within, because, you know, as you heal yourself, you're actually healing the collective. Yeah. Right. I love that idea. Thank That's you. So beautiful. I'm planning on launching it on my birthday coming up next month. So stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So thank you so much, Natalie, for taking the time from your busy life to do this with me. And I'm so honored, as always, to have a conversation oh, with you. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for 
seeing me and allowing me to be a part of such a special podcast that I feel is so relatable and um, so touching. Um, um, I'm, I'm just so proud and honored to be a part of it. Thank you for that. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Thank Have you. Have a beautiful, Bye-bye. beautiful rest of your day. <laughs> you too. Okay. Bye-bye. Aloha, Bye-bye. Mama.